Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 8, Episode 2 of Seventh Heaven, the title of which is An Early Fall, and a new trend seems to be that there aren't German titles, so we may be at the end of that bit. (laughs) Anyway, um, our IMDb user synopsis is, Mary reveals that she married Carlos... Simon does not want to return to high school, and Eric tries to find a solution for him. Roxanne and Chandler end their relationship. Um, well, that, we're done. We don't have to do anything now. <laughs> That's everything that happens. But what was your first impression of this episode? Um, so I haven't made this complaint in a bit. And I'm going to chalk it up to the fact that, you know, this was probably early on in filming for this season, and they had just gotten back from... Presumably, yeah, a hiatus, so maybe they forgot about what their careers are. But the acting in this was abom... How do you say that word? Abominable? Abominable. 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 Right? Yeah. It was atrocious. It was atrocious, exactly. It was bad. It was not... Like, there was um, was a scene, which actually, like, there's no reason for us to even talk about this later. I don't don't know what the, like, purpose of the scene was. Where people just keep walking into the garage apartment. And it's, it's like, if anybody's ever seen The Room, (laughs) um, it's literally that scene of uh, Tommy Wiseau's character, like, coming up onto the roof, and he's just like, oh, hey! And it's just that over and over again with Lucy, Kevin, Roxanne, Cecilia, and it's very stilted and very, like, I, I just was not, like, natural Like, at everyone's all. like, I've arrived. Now it is time to deliver my lines. Exactly like, like one, that. There's one part where, like, in the, a conversation's going on, and then Kevin pauses to sit, like, until he sits down on the couch next to Lucy. He, he doesn't deliver his line until he's completed the act of sitting down. So it's, like, the script read, like, Kevin sits down on the couch, and he was, like, in his mind, he was, like, okay, must sit down on the... It was, yeah, and it just, it was very jarring. I mean, um, it's, I think it's really difficult to get into an episode of Seventh Heaven in the first place, just because a lot of it is so bizarre, but, like, having, like, blatantly bad acting makes it even worse, um, so it was hard to get into it, really, and I think that was, that left a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the cold open. We had only one scene in the cold open. It was kind of pretty brief, and it was Mary showing up at the at Matt's hospital where Simon has been waiting for presumably a very long time. Um, Aaron made a very good point about Mary's outfit choice for this episode. Uh, she said that it's very much not something Mary would ever wear. Yeah, it looks like a Lucy outfit, so... Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so in this scene, Mary, Mary and Simon basically like they're they're getting ready to go back to California, even though Simon just got to New York. Um, and they kind of bicker a little bit because Simon didn't know that Matt wasn't there and Mary didn't tell him that. And we learned that Mary's the one that gave Simon the ticket to come over. Um, and also this is a scene where Simon like, confronts her about who who Carlos is and we find out that obviously her she's married to Carlos and we have I guess what's supposed to be comedy because Simon continuously like looks at her stomach and like because the- everybody thinks that she wouldn't come clean about being married now at this particular moment unless she were pregnant so but they're like camera keeps like keeps on panning to her stomach and it's all and like Mary doesn't seem to understand why Simon's so obsessed with her yeah mid region maybe that's why they put her in this outfit because it was like pretty tight yeah, maybe. I don't know, like, form-fitting, so maybe that, that was to, to stress... 
Like, everybody look at her stomach. I don't Uh, really know. Um, But that's it. That's the cold open. Um, So we're going to get back to Mary and Simon near the latter part of this podcast. We're going to get through some of the other kind of... um, I'm going to call them more boring and, like, kind of not engaging storylines first. Um, And the least engaging of people. Chandler and Roxy, especially, as we said, when they're not connected to the Camdens. So I don't even know... How this conversation gets started, but um, Roxanne calls Chandler for something or other, or he calls her. I forget uh, who who calls who. I think. So, Ro- um, well, well, I think. Well, I guess we can just start at the beginning of the scene. Roxy comes to the police station and like she's very clearly distraught. Um, the uh, I think it's Rachel Blanchard is the is the mm-hmm. actress, right? Yeah. Usually she looks quite normal and like healthy, you know, uh, for her character. But in this, I, I don't know if they like did it on purpose, but she looks very pale, like gaunt, uh, very sickly. She looks sick, yeah. Um, and I guess that's because they've just broken up, and um, that's when she calls Chandler. Right, and but Chandler like breaks up with her on the phone. I thought they'd broken up before. I don't know. Maybe I don't really get what was like happening. It seemed like the breakup was taking place over the phone because Chandler was like, I just can't see you anymore. Like, I don't know. He, unless he just was reiterating an earlier conversation because the first thing I thought was like, oh, that's really shitty. He's going to break up with her on the phone. Well, she came in because she came in and she told and like he, she was upset and uh, Kevin asked her like what's going on. And he, she said, oh, like we broke up. Yeah. And then Kevin said, well, that obviously makes sense because you don't want to get married to him. And what is he supposed to do? Just wait around for you. Yes, that all did happen. So then she calls Chandler because I think she wants to like, clear some things up with him. Yeah, but and he just reiter- yeah. like, reiterates the earlier conversation where they broke up. Um, and so that's done, and Roxy then, like, uh, wants to have, like, her girls' night with Lucy because she needs Lucy's advice because Kevin's not being a sympathetic friend. Um, so she invites herself to dinner, and the whole, like, joke for this is that, like, everybody's coming to dinner. Yes. Um, so we're just going to state that right now. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side of the conversation, Chan- like, the Rev overhears the fact that Chandler and Roxanne have broken up. So he's like, oh, uh, he, like, offers his condolences, and but then we learn that he's, like, really stressed out because he's like, well, you can help me because I'm looking for an alternative for Simon to finish out the school year. So, I, like, I don't know, will you help me do this? Or something. They have. We're, I don't want to focus on this conversation too much, but they have some very interesting ideas about what what can do, what one can do, like instead of going uh, to their oh, senior yeah. year of high school. Well, Chandler is like, well, if he did well enough on his SATs last year, then he can just like start college today, which uh, is not the case as far as I know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, lots he, of falsities. Yeah. So they make that up. Whatever. So, um, but. The Rev tells Chandler, why don't you come over for dinner and you tell Simon about that option, you know, yourself. Maybe you can persuade him to go to college early. Especially because apparently that's exactly what he did. Chandler didn't have his senior year of high school. He just left, like, the summer after his junior year. Okay, then. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Roxanne uh, comes over to talk to Lucy. Um, This is is the scene we're talking about where everybody can't act. Um... (laughs) People just keep entering for no reason other than to be like, I just heard, oh, this is the scene with way too much exposition. Yeah. So first of all, it starts with just Kevin and Lucy um, sitting there having a conversation, and they just expose everything that's been said, or like, 
shown earlier in the episode. So um, Kevin is like, did you hear that Roxanne and Chandler broke up? And Lucy says, like, oh, that's why Roxanne's been trying to get in touch with me. She wants to go out for pizza. And then it's like, did you hear that uh, Simon's trying? Yeah, Mary's pregnant. Simon is... Like, tri- like Simon's tri- trial's not happening anymore, yeah. that he might not be going to school, that he's going away. They're just talking about everything. And this is when Roxanne shows up, and she's like, I need to Did talk you to hear? you. Did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're having a conversation, and basically Roxanne, for the first time out loud, admits that she could never marry Chandler. Now, I want to take a second to talk about this, because... We've, this is out of nowhere for me. I don't know if this came out of like anywhere, like if this feels like it's in character for you, but I feel like all of last season, they were blatantly in love with each other. Like, Roxanne was so happy, like, she was very much like, I'm a one-man woman now, one, yeah, one-man woman, one-woman, one-man one- woman now, <laughs> and, like, when uh, he said, I think I'm gonna, ma- I, like, I want to marry you, uh, she was very happy about that, and, like, everything was going towards the fact that they were gonna be together, and she was so excited about them potentially getting married. And then all of a sudden she's like, uh, actually, I don't want to marry him because I can't be a preacher's wife. And she very astutely says that he is holy and I am unholy. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Yeah. But apparently neither does Lucy. So this is a, this is like the new narrative for um, Roxanne and Chandler. I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of lazy writing to just break them up. I, I mean, unless... I don't know what's going to happen next with them, but it just feels like they're looking for some drama. If looking back on this, um, honestly, they kind of just, like, fade away. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like, as far as I, I am concerned, the, the end of Roxanne and Chandler as, like, characters on the show and just, like, their storylines, they just, like, fade into the darkness. Um, well, I guess then that makes sense if they didn't think they, like, could use them for anything else. Yeah. Uh, when this is happening, Chandler also shows up at the Camden house and we have this kind of like the girls are talking in the attic and the boys are talking in like in the kitchen in the love den. Love den. Um, and like the Roxanne Chandler storyline for this episode basically ends with Roxanne coming clean to Chandler being like, it's right for us to take a break. I was never going to marry you. I like was I, like, got caught up in this fantasy about, like, getting married to you, moving in with you, having babies, but that's not what I want. And Chandler's kind of like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's not what you said you wanted. Like, he was, like, clearly, like, this, you, what? He was very confused. And I guess that's the end. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say on this. I just think it was, like, a waste of time for us to get invested in this ship, quote-unquote, and... (sighs) than for them to basically break up for apparently no reason. Yeah. I don't know. Meh. All right. Well, moving on to... Well, all right. So we kind of briefly mentioned some of Lucy and Kevin's interactions when we talked about Roxy and Chandler. But Lucy and Ruthie honestly don't have anything to do this entire episode except for gossip about Mary and speculate about, like, whether or not she's pregnant. Um... And that's really it. Like, they, they have a series of, like, conversations with other people mm-hmm. where they're just like, well, you know why Mary's telling us now? Oh, because she's, they never come out and say she's pregnant, but they're uh, like. She's, you know, what she is. Yeah, we have, like, Ruthie on going to her first day of school where uh, as, like, an age or, like, a catch-up of where they are. The twins will be going to kindergarten next year, and Lu- and Ruthie will be going to high school next year. So, She's in 8th grade. Yeah, she's in 8th grade. Um, Car- Lucy has a conversation with Carlos where she tries to get it out of Carlos. Like, 
why now specifically um ruthie like tries to bet with peter um and peter has a great line (laughs) where he says what if this is the straw that breaks the camden's back beautiful well delivered where but ruthie's like there is no such straw (laughs) apparently the camden's can get through unbreakable backs yes not such strong hearts um, I do want to talk about one scene before we get into... Actually, no. We don't talk about this right now. Let's go into um, Lucy... Uh, not Lucy. Oh, I guess we should... There's one thing we should mention about Lucy. Um, at the very end of this episode, we catch up with Lucy and Kevin. And we know in the last episode... Remember, this is a two-parter season premiere. That uh, Lucy and Kevin were thinking about having a kid. Um, oh, but were they? <laughs> well, I mean, like... They, like, briefly mentioned it, and they're like, well, if you are pregnant, we'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, But Lucy basically says, I don't want to have a baby right now. I want to graduate from college, and then I want to do this the right way. Apparently, like, the whole thing with Mary, like, opened her eyes. Set her straight. Yeah. So that's that. Thankfully, we don't have to deal with Lucy and babies anytime soon. Though I'm sure I'm going to be eating my words. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very quickly. Um, We want to talk about Simon and Cecilia, or just Simon's storyline generally now. Yeah. So, as we know, Simon is still kind of, well, he doesn't want to go to high school. He's kind of still wallowing about the, his guilt, wrestling with his guilt about the accident. And um, I don't exactly, like, the only thing I really recall is that he had this one long scene with the Rev where they have this talk about Simon basically says that he wants to go away to kind of deal with the, the grief and everything. Um, and the Rev is like, but you're here surrounded by people that love you, so you should stay. And he likens it to the Rev being like, because like the Rev does counseling, so he was like, oh, they always say the doctors shouldn't operate on their families. Well, like, I need a surgery, and you can't do the operation for me. Like, I need to go and talk with someone outside of the family to make this better. Um, I'm, we don't really, so we, like, I think Simon's kind of in this in-between place, uh, specifically with him and Cecilia. Uh, again, this, like, everybody's at coming to dinner scene. Cecilia calls Annie, and she's like, I want to come to dinner. Because I have to talk to Simon afterwards, yeah. And so she shows up, and then basically her and Simon, uh, I guess their breakup gets finalized in this episode because Simon says that he doesn't, like, you can't do this. And so Cecilia is like, well, at least can we be friends? Can I still call you? Can I still come over and hang out with your family? Et cetera, et cetera. And Simon very definitively says no. <laughs> that he needs, like... He needs his space. Yeah. Uh, will she listen? Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, I I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting move for Seventh Heaven to break up so many relationships. Or not so many, but, like, two major relationships that they spent an entire season yeah. bringing together. So I guess we'll see what goes on with that. I don't like, I'd like, I, I don't hate Cecilia and Simon together, but I guess we'll see what happens. I just wish we had the opportunity. Like we didn't really see him with a lot of pe- like his high school. He's like finishing high school. And I feel like we only really saw him like in long term with Cecilia and like Dina, which was Not years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I wish we would have would have had the opportunity to see him with more people. I also feel like they really didn't do Simon in high school. We got a lot of Mary in high school, Matt in high school, Lucy in high school. Simon like got drunk once and, and like 
thought about having sex with Cecilia. Those were, like, the two main storylines I remember. But, like, there was no, like, act, or, like, the, I guess there was, oh, I guess, like, maybe a couple of seasons back we had the bullying stuff and the, yeah. but I feel like for, it could have been, we, we've, it could have been interesting to see how Simon, Simon takes on, like, typical high school issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get to the main, I guess the main storyline now. Yes. Um, so Mary is coming to dinner. <laughs> um, and basically all this... All the way from... New York. New York. Um, and Carlos is already there. And basically Carlos's ultimatum is Mary's been apparently, like, going to dinner in, <laughs> in freaking Glen Oak. <laughs> well, she's, like, made plans to go and tell the family that she's married, but she never has. So Carlos is like, it's going to happen now whether she's there or not. So, as we said, the whole episode kind of leads up to the fact that she's coming home, and everyone at this point, except for Mr. and Mrs. Camden, the Rev and Annie, know about this. Uh, Like, there's a lot of moments in this episode where basically Cecilia finds out, Roxanne finds out, Peter finds out, like, Chandler finds out, (laughs) and yeah. Um, And there's supposed to be this, like, really funny scene, which I didn't really think. It was kind of really creepy, actually, where Carlos shows up at the... um, camp casa first and all the girls come in from the attic and all the boys come in from the living room and they all congregate in the kitchen and they're all repeating what the others say or they all say the same thing in unison yeah it's like carlos from last christmas the guy the homeless guy that mary brought home he's in the living room but they're all saying it at the same time and and it's, it's very annoying and especially because cecilia's saying it Peter saying it, Roxanne, Chandler. Peter wasn't even, like, I don't know, alive when that Christmas occurred. So, yeah. um, We have a very, like, a a pretty extended scene, I feel like, where you have this kind of weird, oh, look, Mary Carlos is here. Remember Carlos? And they're, like, pretending like they don't know each other. But then the entire family is in the love den, and, and then Chandler and Roxanne stroll in late. Yeah. Um, who knows what they were up to? Uh, and Mary very slowly kind of, like, starts getting everything out. So they met each other at an airport when uh, Carlos was picking up his brother or something. Which, I don't know if that was supposed to be a callback to how Lucy met Kevin? I don't think it was. Um, I think it's just, like, Mary works on the airplane, <laughs> so she meets people at the airport. And then they went out to dinner, and then they continued going out to dinner, and then they dated a lot. And then the Camerons think that they're engaged, and they're like, yes, we're engaged. And then they're like, nope, never mind, we're married. And this is when Mary kind of breaks, because she's doing the Mary thing. So she kind of breaks um, into like, oh, I was going to get it annulled, but then I didn't want to get it annulled. And Carlos is this is the first time Carlos is hearing about it, so... They have this, like, private conversation. I actually thought the scene was kind of cute. I feel like um, we haven't really seen them interact as a couple, and I thought this was nice, though I did agree with Aaron a lot. They kind of made Carlos into... Like a stereotype. Yeah. Because when he gets, like, he gets upset, and then he just starts, like, rambling in Spanish, and it's just like, uh, I don't think so. And they played up the marry a stupid thing because she... Uh, Heard the word loco, associated it with... Pollo loco. Thought that loco means chicken. Thought that he was calling her a chicken. It was a whole thing. Get it? Get the joke? 
why would people want to eat crazy chickens? Yeah. Um, it's a so, very, uh, is it chicken or is it fish moment? Right. So, but I mean, besides that, I actually, I don't know. It was, it was sweet there. You can tell that they have some sort of dynamic where like, she's clearly an idiot and he's like, <laughs> I love you because you're an idiot. <laughs> so. Wow. And isn't that what everybody <laughs> just wants? <laughs> I mean, true love, apparently. Um, and I think I want to end, well, we have one major plot point left, but I wanted to, before we get to that, I wanted to talk about this, like, freaking loop-de-loop of Mary is so stupid, and Mary, her entire life is, like, gone, and she's a screw-up. Like, everybody's like, oh, Simon's not going to end up like Mary. Mary used to be a straight-A student. Now she's married. She's a flight attendant. Who is this guy? How terrible of her to move out and support herself, like, the only Camden who's really doing that it's just they they vil- they've they've like comically villainized her and i hate it like i'm 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 a mary sympathizer i like i i don't know she she's a normal human being right she just she didn't go to college that doesn't mean her life is like totally fucked like and also like the way that they talk about the fact that she's a flight attendant is so derogatory like yeah like that's a kick-ass job it is a kick-ass job and she is literally buying plane tickets for all of them all of the time. Right. It's and, not like they're not taking advantage of it. Right. And, like, she's living in New York, which is the dream in Seventh Heaven Land. <laughs> and so, like, I guess, like, the only thing is that she got married without telling them. But Peter, like, very astutely brings up a good point. He's like, oh, well, obviously she wasn't going to tell them because they're two different religions, two different b- backgrounds. Like, she's already the screw-up of the family. Why would she... Right. I don't know. The Camdens haven't made it okay for mary to be mary yeah so uh whatever right they're making her life harder not the other way around and like uh, i usually don't like the revenant episode but i did like him here because annie was like she's not ready for this she shouldn't be married she's messed up blah 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 and i was like calm down (laughs) like whatever whatever she's married yeah um and this episode ends with a bombshell dun 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 mary's pregnant I was going to say, I forgot what it is. <laughs> so everybody was right about her, which is the other thing I hate. I hate when everybody's right about Mary. Well. I have imagine? a bias. Well. I mean, it, it is, it's unjust. Justice for Mary. That's all yeah. we're demanding. It was unjust what they did to her. They really, they did. Ugh. Well, it happens, I guess. I guess. That's we what you get poor writing. Here at Camden Cast, we really believe that she should have ended up with Robbie, but that too, yeah. I mean, they there was no other reason to have Robbie be so involved in the Camden's lives. Ugh. They were oh. I said they rehabilitated him. He was like a bad boy. He was like clearly a character that we weren't supposed to like and then they made him so lovable. For what? For what? For Mary, and it didn't happen. Well, anyway, now we have the stranger as her husband, Carlos. Well, um, what would you rate this episode? Um, I didn't hate it, so I'm going to give it, like, a three. Yeah, I actually really like the fact that they decided to give Ruthie and Lucy nothing, and they really only had, like, two and a half major storylines, and I think they gave time to each of them well. Um, I'm going to give this a four. Okay. Alrighty, so, um... If you'd like to catch up with us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at CamdenCastShow. You can like us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. 
And you can continue listening to new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday on the Apple iTunes podcast app, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi. This is CamdenCast.